Hey, roomies, it's Heather. Thank you so much for listening to The Dance Room. Make sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star rating and a nice review, please, please, please. And most importantly, spread the word. Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dog, whoever. We appreciate you. When you got the urge, you got to go full out. So let's dance. Welcome to The Dance Room with veteran dancers and choreographers Heather Morris and Ava Bernstein-Mitchell. Join Heather and Ava Flav as they share their stories, interview world-class dancers, and recap all your favorite TV dance shows right here on The Dance Room. Hello, roomies. Welcome back to The Dance Room. I'm your host, Heather Morris, and thank you so much for sticking with us. I know Ava's been gone for quite some time, but she is actually coming back next week, and we're so excited to see her and hear her stories about her new baby, Brooklyn. Can't wait to see pictures. I'm so excited. So thank you guys for sticking in this out. She will be back, and I'm missing her so much. Uh, This week in studio with us, we have Taja Riley. She is probably the most talented dancer out there that I know, and that's kind of a big statement because there's so much talent unbelievable amounts everywhere all across the world but I've known her for a long time I know Ava has known her for a long time and I'm sure a lot of you know her from her work dancing with Janet she's just incredible but in our chat she actually shares how during the height of her career she was actually lured into a cult by a longtime family friend of hers a guy who then became her fiance because he had said quote God told me you were my wife it is a whirlwind of an interview and we go off on a lot of tangents about this whole cult thing but I'm kind of glad we did because it's so intriguing to know and especially about a good friend of mine I mean come on but it's time for some booked and blessed this week booked and blessed B-O-O-K-D and apostrophe B-L-E Dala Dala E-D Hey You like my Booked and Blessed? It's just me by myself I'm super bored So Booked and Blessed this week It's vacation time I am in Arizona Chilling with my family Not having to think about Everything that you think about in LA Celebrating my sister's 40th birthday We took her out for wine tasting with her girlfriends My mom and I planned a private dinner with a chef He taught us how to make crab ravioli Drunk knocking over stuff, taking tons of pictures. Low-key, I'm allergic to sulfites and wine, but don't worry about that. Um, And I made it through the entire event, and I'm good. So anyways, that was my booked and blessed this week. I'm on vacation. I'm chilling, and my husband's doing tour to Scottsdale, a marathon. Baffles me. I don't know how he's going to do it. So I want to give you a little tidbit on Dancing with the Stars this week. If you like watching the show, and if you don't like watching the show, you're still going to love the following messages. Just watching PETA dance with Lamar, I mean, he's twice the size of her and her body gestures and like the reaching of her arm, like five times her body size, like she's making like rainbows and twirling for her life and just pushing her body to the limit to match his height and his, I don't, it was like, I, I love watching you, PETA, and all that you do for Lamar. But after the the celebrities dance, they have to go up to the area where Aaron Andrews is interviewing the next guest and the celebrities are told to sit there and wait and like hang out behind the other celebrities. And I don't know why. Very strange to me, but they have to do it anyways. And so Alan and Hannah come up to interview with Aaron Andrews and I'm sitting there with my family. We're watching it and they started to laugh and I was like half-assedly watching, but they were laughing and I'm like, what are we laughing at? And they're like, look, and I look at it and I, all I see is Aaron Andrews kind of fumbling over her line she like couldn't quite catch her words and I look at them I'm like you guys that's 
not fair. This is a really hard job to do. Uh, we shouldn't be laughing at her. And they're like, no. They rewound it like, again, 20 more seconds back. And right behind Aaron Andrews to the left is Lamar Odom scratching his balls, situating them like no big deal, like a five-year-old little boy, but in a 40-year-old man's body, it burned into my brain. And I... <laughs> I got it then. I was like, oh, I see, I see, I see. And I'm so surprised it wasn't a bigger deal. And I guess it's just because basketball players do that. They like unconsciously just touch their wee-wees all the time. But all I can think about is like my five-year-old boy doing that. I look at my kids. I'm like, stop touching your wee. So I just wanted to be like, Lamar, stop touching your wee. Anyways, on to our interview with Tasha Riley. Can't wait. We miss you, Ava. We'll see you next week. Happy October, everyone! It's Kevin and Jenna from Showman's. And this Halloween, we have a very special spooky episode in store for you. We're doing a deep dive into a paranormal true crime classic, the Amityville Horror Story. <laughs> We'll discuss the controversy, the spooky hauntings, the families involved. And we'll even share a few paranormal stories of our own. <laughs> Don't miss A Showman's Halloween, The Amityville Horror Story. This month on the Lady Gang Network and Podcast One. We are here. We have Taja Riley in studio with us, a longtime friend of ours, Ooh. and she is a genius in her own right. Absolutely. Daughter of Teddy Riley from Black Street, Taja has paved her own way in the industry by being flawlessly herself. 100. She's danced alongside Chris Brown, Kanye West, Beyonce, just to name a few. And even though she is just also a longtime friend of ours, we're so happy and honored to be chatting with you today. Yes. Thank you, guys. It I'm super bashful. The no. Gypsy. I have, like, no blood because I'm black but but still <laughs> but thank you it that doesn't was really feel like cool we're interviewing anybody like yeah. it doesn't even feel like we're interviewing like, I know we just been chatting yeah it's like we're just chilling yeah I was like I need to sit up now this is professional I know you get the ears on and then you feel a little weird and you're like <laughs> yeah. oh my god where is that coming from I'm like I was like so late you are like oh let's like... totally do some iced tea now <laughs> <laughs> let's no. do some iced tea let's do some iced tea so you're living in London now yeah currently okay yeah, currently. so what inspired you to move to London that's mm. such a big far yeah, away girl, leap to go. You've been living in LA. And I'm yeah. also super jealous to, that you have the balls to do that because I, I don't think... Well, I have kids now, I'm but also... Right. I don't think super I posh. necessarily have the genitalia to do it. I just <laughs> did it. But I was... Um, <laughs> it's so weird because so many people ask me this question each time. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to tell them because oh, it's, I was it's in deep. a cult. <laughs> and like, <laughs> you know, to just say that... Yeah, like, like how do you make, make, how do you make them feel like... The next question... Yeah, um, but I'm I was in the but cult. How are you it's doing? fine. <laughs> how so are you? The, that made you move. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Being in the cult. It was a domino type. Mm -hmm. or Is it domino or butterfly? I feel like I get confused between two. But um, domino, domino effect? Domino, yeah. Okay. Effect, yeah. A domino effect of starting, originating with that. Mm -hmm. And then kind of trickling down to I have a bucket list. I feel like everybody has like, yeah. that mm -hmm. solo bucket list where they're like, okay, I feel like I had met the one and he ended up right. being in a cult and absolutely hating everything a to z of what my life was wow. and right after i got out of that i met somebody that accepted me fully mm -hmm. even going through the struggle of putting the pieces back together mm -hmm. and so i was like okay even if i think this person is my partner or whatnot i really need to get very clear on what is left for me to do right. as just a solo entity. Mm. Buckle down and do it. And this was on the list. 
Okay, so it, I want to dive into this cult that you were in. Yeah. Is it okay to just like, yeah, dive no, into you it and talk about it? We can totally dive. Just tell us a little bit. like. So what inspired you, you yeah, to get into this? So it was because of a loved Oh, somebody that you were in love with. Well, quote love in love with the idea. It always goes back to like a guy or a girl or right. a love interest, like mm-hmm. where you get dragged into these things. Because it's not like I, I saw a cult and I was like, that, that's, I, me. I, that's me. I want to, <laughs> I want to try this. <laughs> like, he was like a part of it, and you're like, oh, you know, yeah, I like him. I'm gonna be a part of this too. Yeah, Take and it wasn't just... like it didn't feel like it was a cult gotcha. at first. It was more just. We all grew up churchianity to some extent, Mm -hmm. so we know how religious people can get and how serious they can get about Mm -hmm. God, which I totally think take your spirituality or whatever it is that you believe in seriously, like form some sort of ritual or center around something that's above you. I feel like everybody does that. But um, that kind of wasn't the thing that I saw when I entered into it. He Mm -hmm. was, I met him when I was like 11, 12 years old. Oh, wow. um, Yeah, I'm going to try and make this a long story short. But yeah, yeah, we we were each other's like first boyfriend, girlfriend Mm -hmm. that our parents were totally on board with with it because they knew each other got it so like my parents knew his parents they let me like fly to ohio to see him Mm -hmm. and spend time with him thinking what did you think that we were gonna do but they didn't (laughs) yeah uh they didn't know the juicy details they didn't know any juicy details not no i was not right doing that but not doing the nasty but but still like (laughs) but but he wasn't in the cult back then it was just i had met him we were together and then i got really into dancing and i wasn't really a relationship oriented person mm-hmm. like forming my career like growing up a lot of kids would like sneak out their houses yeah. or skip school like You're I, like, I want to dance I was dancing like <laughs> and I was not about that life I didn't even drink until like I think I moved out to LA actually until I went to LA Good for I, you, yeah, though. Like, I just didn't. It, it yeah. just wasn't a thing. Same. Yeah, same when I came up. I like, boys were not a thing. Oh, my God. Even in, in the competition you. world, like, we would have a crush on somebody. Right. And, like, and like, they would be at a competition. They'd be gay. Yeah. Or yes. if they weren't gay, they were, like, just totally, like, we would talk on the phone. And then yeah. that would be, like, so hours that's hours. the extent yes. of our relationship. Yeah. And then we'd, like, dance about it in our, <laughs> in our dances yes. that were created. And I'd be like, oh, my God, that dance was, like, dedicated to you. But that was like, that was the extent. So he was like the first one that was like not associated with my industry yeah. like he, he was totally into his own thing and and then we lost touch and then when we got reconnected it was uh, there was like a couple times where we got reconnected while he was in LA but I was totally not into it and doing other things and then so how did he lure you in this this was the one time where we got reconnected I actually I saw him like one of so stupid so millennial uh, I saw him like one of my photos on Instagram and <gasps> I was like Oh. Whoa. Right, I haven't right, right. talked to you in a really long time. And I messaged him and he was like, I'm actually out in L.A. And I was kind of upset. How are you out in L.A.? And you didn't tell, and me. You didn't tell me. Yeah. And he fine. Yeah. Like intrigued. <laughs> and he's fine. He and so I'm single. Good. Yeah, yeah. So like, what's, I am what's good? Yeah. So we ended up meeting. And um, after that dinner, he had said some really weird cryptic stuff. And then um, the following time we hung out, he was like, yeah, actually, like, God told me you were my wife and oh my you know, gosh I had like, that too a guy did that to me when I had a boyfriend 
I was like, you don't was do that. your boyfriend said that to you? No, a friend of mine. Oh, while I had oh. a boyfriend, oh. I was like, and even if God told you that, it's not the right timing to tell me that. Like, don't say you that. don't say you that. You don't say that. You just don't say. You just that's like the single it. most manipulative yeah. way to come yeah. into somebody's yep. life, yes. especially when somebody's malleable in a way where it's. Being in this industry, we go back and forth with the balance of not just mental health, but spiritual health. Mm-hmm. Oh, you for know? sure. Sometimes we cross that line where we're dancing to like trap music and mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? We're cursing or, yeah. you know, we're right. wearing like provocative clothing yeah. or whatever. And then you go home and then, to your city and your family and you're like, God, what and have I been grandma. doing? I'm like, yeah. I can't show grandma like, any no. of my yeah. photos from tour. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things. So I feel like I was in such a space where I was like, I'm not really religiously strong like mm-hmm. I used to be. So I just kind of like believed it, Got you know? You. Yeah. And then we started talking and hanging out. And then I found out that he was staying in a halfway house. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, why aren't you just staying with me or staying with my sister or whatever? Mm-hmm. And because we were talking to each other, I was like, why don't you just stay at my place? And mm-hmm. then that's when all the weird stuff started happening. And he would spend like hours in the stairwell, like just praying for like hours and like then like did you think it was weird then or you were like, I thought it was weird then he also told you that I was you were on his drugs wife. like for like okay. <laughs> to be quite honest like yeah. I, I had like a uh, a drug problem and I was a party girl mm-hmm. and I was just like in, he, he in did, my 25 yeah, in prime that, you know mm-hmm, like 25 mm-hmm. when you're like experimenting I really I can call toll free like don't don't come at me <laughs> like you know what I mean exactly yeah, so it was yeah, like yeah. you know that was kind of my space that I was yeah. in and I had just gotten out of a really terrible 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 relationship that mm-hmm. I really closed the door to so I was on my me time and mm-hmm. self development yeah. and you know I love myself kind of Right. trip but it was like I love myself but I freaking hate you like yeah. you know Got kind it. of thing kind of angry in a yeah way, like so. trying to figure yourself out and yeah. you don't really know what it is yet that's yeah. like what makes you tick so, so you I was just, just going with it yeah. like I was going with it I was trying to understand it trying to understand him but then it was just like weird things as we started to date like we never kissed or anything like that anytime I wanted to listen to music which music is a huge part of my life I wake uh, up absolutely. go to sleep to music it's it's my thing and Dance, anytime singing. I would play it he would just put on headphones was it any music or he, did he not it, listen to secular music he did not <gasps> listen to it stop it yeah like it was like it was against his religion it was That's and I was like at, at this point in time where I was is. like I'm not trying to listen to that kind of music. I'm not trying to listen to praise and worship music every day. Like, no, I have a set to do, and yeah, uh, yeah I can't I, play that like, at my state life. social house. No, for sure. <laughs> um, so it was just like because you were a DJ, things, right? I was at a this DJ. Time. Mm-hmm. I had a after hours at my place called Nowhere Fast. Yeah, like, collective of DJs Look, coming to my place. Multifaceted. So it was just one of those things. I was just like not about that. Then anytime I was like, okay, can we watch a movie or something like that? He would be like, let's just talk. Which oh. it was okay for like the first <laughs> week or so. Like oh. That's really nice. It sounds like you almost like you'd that. be intrigued for a while. You're right. like, wow, yeah, this exactly. guy's like awesome. He's like a grown. He wants to yeah. talk. He's like, he wants to talk. But then it was yeah. like, I don't want to talk to you. I really, really mm. want to watch Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to turn on I Seinfeld turn- and shut yeah. my brain off. Oh my gosh. I watched like yeah. five hours of the Kardashians the other day. Did my you? husband was like, okay, stop. <laughs> he wanted, I love them. Really? I, I kind of like don't. it. Oh, I love I it. But I get it. 
I watch um, Chloe's show. Um, Chloe Revenge show. Body. Oh, oh, okay. I watch Revenge Body. I'm interested. I can do that. Love that stuff. But so yeah, continue. continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, long. Story so you're short, intrigued, and then it not, just, and there then was weird things happening. Yeah. So much that I was just like, I started to confide in like my family's pastor. Were you already over in London at this point? No, no I was. No, no, I was. No. He was here. Was back in this LA. This London, was like yeah. 2017. Wait, okay. 2016. Two, mm-hmm. End of 2016. Like, okay. in, like right after my birthday, which is like in November. Mm-hmm. So that's when that whole thing broke off, and then it finally got to the point where I was like, Mom, he's just like really, it's impossible. And like some of the things he says, like at first I was believing it, but then it got so contradictory that I was just mm. like, There's no way if you're not living like this, if you're not living 100%. the way that you're talking, I don't yeah, believe. I don't believe you, Absolutely. and there's no way to believe you. Yes. And so I ended up kicking him out at Cheesecake Factory, which reminded me of the Drake song. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, sorry. Okay, I'm not going to bring up the line, but okay. everybody knows what I'm talking about if they drink and drive. So that was oh, the end man. of it, and I was just like, you're in a cult. I don't want to be anywhere near you when this kind of becomes a realization for you, and mm. I just need to like distance myself. Yeah. Uh, but I really like kicked him out, like threw yeah. his clothes out. Like, Back to of the my, house. Like, I didn't even want to see him. Kind of kicked him out. So I kind of felt bad about that because I feel like I handled it poorly and then months later when I like kind of got my well you're probably also fearful and scared because you didn't know how to end something that you felt like it was so it was so weird not but this is this is the plot twist the plot twist is months later we make amends and then I actually that's when I got in the call Along Wait. with him. So this Along was, with him. This was, yeah, this Whoa. was, this was like the foreshadowing where like my, my soul was already telling me this is a cult, push away. Push and away. then when I tried to like kumbaya, make amends and get to know him again. He voodooed then, you and got you into this Then cult? I was like, you know what? I'm going to be open. I'm going to uh, be receptive. You just, you're and accepting then, of And then we started dating and then like a month later he told me God wanted him to propose and he proposed to me and his dad like ambushed it from the back like he surprised me with the proposal so people were like taping it and so I felt like I have to say yes and then I told him later I was like I just don't feel like this is the right time we've only been like dating each other for like a month and you know like I just feel like this is so so rushed like I understand it's like great gesture but Mm -hmm. it's so rushed and he was like God told me to do this so that's why I felt like so when you say like you were in a cult like how does that how did it feel yeah like so what, 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 what were the mean? terms okay what, yeah yeah like, i'm gonna i'm yeah like when did so the rules start coming out the rules you? started coming out because okay because what i think is when you believe something you start to manifest and bring energies and forces right forth regardless of what it is that you believe in like you could yeah yeah it could be anything so for me like as i started to really believe in their what their testimonies were and just things that they thought about the Bible that were interpretations that I had never even been privy to. Like, I never, like, I never really read the Bible like that. Like, mm-hmm. again, I, like, I grew up churchianity, so I grew up with people <laughs> passing along scripture, singling yeah. out, like, cherry-picking the Bible, you yes, know? Right. And sure. picking out from that scripture, then stomping around the room and saying, yes, yes, yeah, yes yeah, yeah. amen, right, right, right. get that, you know, yes. stomp yeah. that stomp that devil like kind of <laughs> yeah. I don't know no, like that right. kind of vibe no, go you know take your with, the, and go with home. the great yeah. music right yes. you know like the music was the it. great praise and worship music so like that was my experience right. and I felt like I am inexperienced in spirituality like I mean with religion so yeah. he so was experienced, he was experienced so maybe this is a different level of something mm. that you so, never knew existed. yeah so right. I was just like 
okay and believing it and the views that they had it wasn't like it was super crazy but there were some far-fetched ones that they didn't share until like later 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 so as this is happening it's starting to slowly wean me off of everything and at the same time i'm also preparing for marriage so he got me to merge our bank accounts he got us to tithe and only use 10 percent of our income he got me to stop paying any of my credit cards give my car away um give my apartment away like like literally what was his justification well it wasn't him saying it you know what i mean it was like the manipulation behind everything and then the forces of like these voices telling me getting vivid dreams of what to let go of and essentially i learned that i can't enter the kingdom of heaven if i don't give everything up and Uh. and through scripture you get this interpretation. Uh, you can yeah. take an yes, interpretation. I, but you yeah, know what I'm talking, know what talking about. I don't remember what yeah. book it is. I think I want to say it's. I want to say it's like Book of John. I really, I'm really want to say it Book out. of Yeah, no, Book of John or Book of James or something like yeah. that. Book and of J's. They, and then Book of a J. <laughs> so, <laughs> and they talk about that. That basically, this guy, this rich guy, came up to God and asked how you enter the kingdom of God, and he wasn't willing to give up all oh, this stuff. Oh, okay. So he said he'll ne- he'll never be able to mm-hmm. enter the kingdom of God yes. because you need to be truly selfless be in order. Tru- yeah, exactly. Okay, my and question so, is, what do they call this cult? Because it's um, not Christian. It was called In God's Image. So if you, if you guys are out there and you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, image. or if you know, if you've been seeing you know blurbs about this cult, like I would just stay away from it because like or the break origin, free if you're it was in- just yeah. I mean, and mainly it's like it was a lot of guys like, and I feel bad because they grabbed him at a young age like my ex-fiance he had been in this cult for like six years it's like scientology yeah they grab them super they grab them super young but Uh. he grabbed these guys like through basketball so Mm. it was like the trippy thing about this what it sounds like is that they lure you in with christianity ish exactly like you know because they they don't say it's christianity they said it's not but i know right but, but it's it's because Scientology is man-made, so mm-hmm. you know. But this, but this sounds is like a little, a little she's saying. Like, I don't know much scary. about it. So Growing like, up, maybe I, I only, don't know. So let me yeah. learn more. Yeah, that's wild. It's weird, and you okay. know, it's just it's it's wild because I feel bad for him because he was in such a. I don't think he would admit it, but he was really depressed and dealing with a lot of depression as well. Mm -hmm. And I could feel that. Like, you know, anybody that's like spending a ton of time with somebody and then like, okay, now you're engaged. Like, you're starting to kind of form together and feel each other more spiritually. Mm -hmm. And I was just... I was taking on a lot of that energy, especially being an empath. Like, I was just taking it in. And um, I remember asking him one time, like, why couldn't you just do things normally? Or, like, I think I asked him about uh, drinking because mm-hmm. I thought that at the wedding. It was like a question about the wedding for, like, mm-hmm. if we can have champagne at the wedding because I'm going to have family members that want to drink yeah. or whatever. And I was like, you'll, of course, like, take, like, a champagne toast, right? Like, he was like, well, I can, but I'm not going to do that. And I was like, well, why not? Like, mm-hmm. we're going to be celebrating yeah, something. Right. And he was like, honestly, if I went back to, like, the way that I did anything, mm-hmm. I would die. Oh. Like, they would kill me. Oh. Yeah. So he literally believes oh. that demons will come and like Yeah. Swoop. He's, like uh, totally like ghosts like Patrick Swayze. Demi yeah. Moore, like that whole that, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he, yeah. They th- he thinks that. He thinks that. Okay. Oof. Thinks that. And there were like so many crazy like when I m- moved into the ministry home cuz I totally I gave up my home, moved I gave up my car. Home. I get, yeah. Did you sell I, it? I moved into it. 
I gave it to <laughs> you. Gave it away. I gave it to. I signed it over to my my ex before <laughs> my ex boyfriend oh, that like literally literally broke into my apartment <laughs> and stole like, my stuff years oh, ago. Yeah, I literally this is the just epitome like, of what twenty five is. <laughs> you give it to the enemy. You know what I mean? Like you, like, give, it a, <laughs> you give it back oh. to the enemy. So it made sense at the oh, time. It was like Whoa. you give oh, okay. you give okay. it to the enemy. Mm-hmm. You let the enemy deal with Stay that. With it. Okay, girl. Interesting. So, what was your aha moment? Like, wh- when I, did you feel like this wasn't right? This is not right. I almost committed suicide. Oh, oh sh- That was like, that was the wake up call. And b- right before that, uh, he called off the wedding due to his ankle being injured. He was uh-uh. like, that's a sign. It's a sign. And I, for me, I was like, I gave like so much away from you, for you, and like this whole. And also, you're idea. like nurturing him because you don't you don't want him to be sick, like in his mind, right? But, like he's not taking care of you. It was just so. Yeah. It I'm, was crazy. I'm, it was just so crazy, and it I'm sent stuck. me into like I was enraged. Yeah. Like oh, for sure. I was just like I put my life on the line. Yeah, I, I messed up so life. many relationships. I gave up my entire life to become your wife because I thought that that was part of the sacrifice to be reborn. And like I, I went through so much for that. Yeah, and oh. um, like I stopped talking to you know my sisters and right. stuff like that because they were not feeling this whole yeah, thing like saw everybody saw did people it. try and warn you everybody tried to okay in, in in one way or another just like felt like oh tasha's off like right like you this know, is really honestly, really off like i'm sure that you I'm saw me sitting you here like, and i'm thinking i'm like i didn't know you were going through all of this but you definitely could feel like something's, something's going on with tasha even close wrong. friends would be like i don't know <laughs> like you know Oh, you're saying you could sense no, it too? Yeah. And I had no idea this was all going on. Yeah. You never do. Wild. Like you never right. know you when never somebody's really know. going through something this like really intense. intense. Yeah. 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 You just like it was just really it was off. It was yeah. off. I was off. And yeah. and I was also like I was reborn in a way because I went through my baptism. Like I really actually yeah. nice. fully did it. And mm-hmm. um I stopped doing drugs. Like I stopped like doing any of that. Mm-hmm. So going out. I didn't out I it. didn't curse. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't listening. I didn't listen because it was a rule. Like we didn't listen to any any music that was not glorifying God's name, like mm-hmm. directly. And and then um I didn't watch movies, television, nothing. Like there was nothing that I saw. Oh, yeah. At, at one point, I like was in a room like for like two and a half, three months straight, mm-hmm. um, like literally every day in a room? with a yeah, and in, in a room like because they had us move out of the ministry home at one point to go do God's work and finish what it is that mm-hmm. we needed to do. And for me, it was like making amends with my dad. So I moved to Vegas, and my dad had a room, and he was never there. Like he was like on yeah. tour, like, but like you, that but, was mm-hmm. where like I did his God's work mm-hmm. of like I was recording all of their Bible study sessions taking notes becoming closer like yeah. the co-cult yeah. leader's wife would like their duties like i was doing that Girl. and then like, God, i'm literally, so interested yeah hours of praying hours of praying so and, then how like, did you scheduling get... prayer like there's anything else that's on the list for the day <laughs> right like how many <laughs> chores do you i'm gonna pray for this yeah. now i'm gonna pray for th- like yeah yeah and that was for like almost two and a half like three months and then yeah almost committed committed suicide after the whole uh, calling off the wedding because of like all of this rage that had built up and I really truly feel like my soul and like all the spiritual forces that had been like on my team helping me yeah. like be on my path were just like this has got to 
go. Like, you've yeah. got to go. Like, this, this is got to I need this stop. out. Yeah, and I just remember, like, laying on my bed and just being like, I saw this pen, and I felt like the pen was talking to me. Like, I literally felt... It was, like, so deep. Mm-hmm. But I literally felt like this pen was calling me to just end it. And oh, I was just like, shit. okay, just, like, jab it. Okay, like, I'm, like, trying to, like, avoid picking it up. And I start picking it God. up. I'm, like, shaking. And you're not even doing drugs at this point. No. This is just oh, no. your mind fucking yeah. with you. Yeah. yeah. And and then I think I just convinced myself, like, to take a 24. Like, think about it. <laughs> like, for 24, <laughs> 24 hours. I was like, let's take a Like, because it, it just yeah. felt so, it was so overwhelming to the point where I was like, I don't know how to shut this off. I just need to, like, leave this room yeah. for a second. And um, so, so how yeah. did you get out of it? So I, I went into a pool. Like, water, like, just speaks to me. And mm-hmm. I went into a pool and just, like, did some meditation exercises. And I just started dancing. And Look at dance! Wow, it just yeah, it's really just emotional. healed. Yeah, yeah, it just like healed me, and then I was like, this "So, is but, like, like, then how did you get out? Like, how were you? Were you just like, so I'm not coming back? Like, I slowly, peace. yeah, I slowly started like just kind of breaking communication with mm-hmm. them. Okay, like not being there for some of the Bible studies and weaning yeah. myself off a little bit, and just doing what I love to do. Started doing music again. Started dancing every day. I started writing poetry. I started like you know songwriting and stuff like that, and just kind of building myself back up. And I just decided, you know, this is something that I need to work on. And then I I ended up. But um, do they have your social security card and like information at this point? Like, can they like? No, they didn't have they my can't. social okay. security, okay. but. They uh, like I had given them uh, almost like ten grand, at, like oh, like more than that. Yeah. but like I'm just saying, ten grand for like starters, <sighs> just and, something, just that, and then and then on top. So they of couldn't that, like blackmail you though n- in any other way. Not really, no. To make you and, come back, and that might not have been their mo either. I, yeah, is what it's, it's not because that's what Scientology is like. like they will yeah. come after. They will you, come after they you. Yeah. After you but. I mean, they tried contacting me right. since yeah. then and stuff like but that. They're not threatening your life. Like, can't pay my car bill or something like that. I don't know what. Yeah their thoughts were Something. but but yeah but like when i moved back to la because i i sold my i sold my dj equipment so that i could get to la yeah and um then got to la and i was like i don't know what i'm gonna do but i need to figure it out i still had my car like because i had given my car to nia so i asked if i could borrow my car and, and i immediately sister. Yeah, sister, yeah and i immediately signed up for postmates and instacart and um babysitting and i started doing started all, from ground zero all of them Tasha, like Pulling so many lives. Yeah. I just, I just am over <laughs> so here. So you, were, just, well, you weren't dancing at this point. I was not dancing yet. I was just literally on a hustle, and I've never worked a nine to five. So I was like, Starbucks, Postmates, you give it to Starbucks, me Postmates, Starbucks, Postmates. Sleep in your car, Starbucks, Postmates. Like, yes, for getting back on the like, train, though. Yes, but the thing with Tasha too is you have, <laughs> like I said, you've had so many lives. Like she, you know. She's been an artist. She's been a singer. She's been a, a DJ. <laughs> yeah. She's danced. She's retired from dance like three times, I think. Retired. Literally. Literally. Retired. Literally. Like, I'm you done. Know what I mean? So it's, it's, I'm glad to see you back. <laughs> Me too. Yes. I'm here to stay. Okay. I'm here to Good. stay. Just expansion now. No yeah. more quitting. Yes. Nothing. Yes. That's consistency. Expansion. Chloe yeah. Arnold it's a actually uh-huh. told me that. I was going to say, Chloe because Arnold Debbie Allen taught like, us that. It's, sister. Yes. My sister. Yeah, she's great. She's awesome. Shout out to Chloe. Yeah. Well, you seem like, you're so open to talking about this and we really appreciate yeah, you yeah, giving your story because it is important especially for people with mental health Absolutely. or somebody who's Definitely. struggling to hear maybe they have a relatable story and they just didn't know, didn't know mm-hmm. 
or don't want to talk about they it, don't want to talk about, about it, or it. scared about it. Yeah. And it take you a while so to start much... talking about it. You're pretty no, open. No, no, I'm so so open. So it was just like it kind of became more of like a joke. Like when I got together mm-hmm. with all my friends and even with my sisters, like we was just like I was in a cult. Do you remember oh. when I was in a cult? <laughs> like, but it's just it was just funny because. It, for me, like, I experienced a new rebirth. Like, I literally feel yeah. like I died that night when I almost committed suicide. And, like, I built such you a strong... You got to your lowest point. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really, like, I I died to myself that mm-hmm. night in some sort of way. Yeah. That was, like, I was dying from whatever that life was for yeah. the last Absolutely. year. You were shedding yourself. And then, like, everything just literally instantly felt so colorful there's still triggers like I still have a couple of triggers yeah. and stuff like that that I'm do you have to go with. to therapy for that no but I do want to yeah. I just um, I think everybody should be open to going Agreed. to therapy yeah. I think everybody should have a personal therapist and mm-hmm. I think I use art as therapy in a way yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it helped being sober um, because yes, I could really, I could feel all those feelings so you really feel the highs you really feel the lows but um, at the same time, I could be more sensible about it where in the past, I probably would have just like done drugs. Like I yeah, would have just been like, to I need to right. disappear and start partying again or whatever. Yeah. And that was just that was not my go to. So I already felt like an extreme amount of growth and and yeah. just extreme amount of color. Like everything is so magnified now. Like I love life. Like Good. I love, Good. love, 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 right. even like the really sucky, You're appreciative. sucky parts yeah yes. i just like i mean you need it even all. the sucky parts like i'm like oh yeah. this is really funny like yeah and just you just take a moment when you do you like discover like years being silly and you're just like it's something yeah. that you can laugh about or you know you really need to dive deeper to find that love and that compassion that kindness yes. that's a good way to put it whoever is you know in front of you that or whatever conflict you're facing so i think it's important for our listeners to know that Taja is like a dance genius. She is a sought-after dancer. She has danced for all these people. But these are real-life issues that still happened and occurred during all of this. You know, like, just because she's danced for Janet Jackson doesn't mean, like, it all goes away. It's all perfect. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's, it's important to know that. It's important to know that. It is yeah. important you to know, know what that. I mean? Just, and I this like, is with anybody. Like, yes, I feel anybody. like I've had so many experiences. I've had friends that have been in the dance industry oh, yeah. and have oh, yeah. struggled with depression. I know you've had a close friend yeah. of yours that just struggled with depression. It has nothing to do with your gift. No. From no. gifts that were given to you Mm-mm. in the world. And I actually feel like it does directly relate to that. Like, however strong your gift is or however in touch you are with that yes. fifth dimension, it can sometimes eat you alive if you don't some have somebody that's further along or ahead of you that has like the same kind of um, potency that's helping you out because that's truly what it was. It was like, not that my dad doesn't love me or anything like that, but it wasn't something that he was always around for to be able to kind of guide me. And even Mm -hmm. with that, he sometimes didn't know how, you know, to like really kind of dialogue is the hardest um, part. Nurture that, you know, it was just kind of like monkey see monkey do. You see what I'm doing here. You just do that. And if you can't do that, then you got to figure it out. Like, and that's kind of how he grew up. So it's not really something that you don't talk about. Yeah. And I always feel bad bringing up with my mom too, but I've struggled with like anxiety and depression and it's hard because it's not a, it's a generation generational thing where they were never taught to mm. sit down and have the conversation it, with their kids or 
talk about their feelings and I think like more and more now we're aware of it because we're all going through it yeah. totally um, and it's, conscious, it's just different it's, it's just a different generation it's a more conscious world too yeah. I think and I, used I think to, there's a yes. lot more stuff that people are like they're able to come out with sometimes like to the point where they're like this is a nice gimmick like you know yeah, I'm gonna right. I'm gonna stretch this thing yeah <laughs> or utilize this thing but in a way yeah, yeah. it actually serves its purpose still shedding of, ha- shedding light on yeah. the topic or highlighting yeah which I which I think is great but I think that if you have a lot of gifts and if you're a really talented person oftentimes like there is that kind of struggle where like I know for me like I have like multiple personalities I don't know if I have multiple personality disorder to that extent or I'm schizophrenic but I know that there's a ton of archetypes inside of me Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. come out with different things different things bring them out and they're literally different people like they talk different they listen to different music like and you have to actually be able to I I just got to the point where I accepted it and started to invite them in and be like okay this person wants to live right now yeah well it's hard too because you want to compartmentalize things but then I'm like well God, today I didn't feel like this, but today I feel like this. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I would never look at you and be like, you're schizophrenic because you right. just don't seem like and that. And it's, like, it's not like one of those uh, Jekyll and Hyde kind yeah. of things. I don't think right. it's just I don't like think I have so many parts of my life. Schizophrenia does get triggered by that when you're doing tons of drugs. And huh. I think that that can be a whole nother different thing. Yeah. Like where if you have that gene or the multiple personality disorder gene, then that can happen. It can but, be triggered. Uh, but I think in living a healthy life, and I think everybody kind of has multiple personalities within them where they kind of like, mm, like they gonna they like shrink it down or whatnot to, yeah. to be a part of society. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I just, I feel like I can't ignore it anymore. And when I did, that's what drove me to do the drugs that I did. I put myself in a control yeah. room of my spirit trying to make sure none of those things, you know, came that's out. They the stayed worst dormant, mm-hmm. you know? So now they're just, they're not dormant. Good. <laughs> they're I not dormant. Yeah. They're I love out. That. They're totally <laughs> out. Uh, well, let's get to the dancing because we want to cool. know a lot about you. And yes. we love that. Yeah. Um, so talk to us about dancing with Janet Jackson. How old were you when you started dancing with her? Apparently, I was the youngest uh, female or fe- yeah, a dancer um, before they did this num- uh, heartbreak yes. or whatever. What is um, the last tour that they did? Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, heartbreak. <laughs> Tony Braxton. Um, uh, yeah, before they before they did the Unbreakable tour, I was the youngest, um, and I started when I was seventeen. Mm-mm. And it I actually, when this happened. Yes. yeah, it actually came about through a call that I got from Gil to go to New York, I believe, and do. Um, the an, an ethnic call and right before that like thank god for marty kadelka and d caspery i love you so much <laughs> because amazing. he gave they gave me my first not under the table period uh job uh doing dancing with the stars and i was still mm. in school then i was still <laughs> i was still being yeah because at this age i remember we were around probably dancing at the same time mm-hmm. and you were like still doing conventions still, and like yes. competitions like, still that and um d or marty it was marty that got on the phone with the dancing with the stars producers and they fought he fought for me and was like him. she's gonna be of age like ready to go she's gonna have her diploma by the time we perform 
this. Yes. And literally, he got me the job because they were worried about the child labor laws. Yes. Oh, that right. was the right. only underage kid that was doing this um, Macy Stars of Dance performance. So they're like, I don't think we can do it because everybody else will have to break all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So, so were you of so, age yeah, at so, that time? Or was so it like I was not. I was not of age and I did not have my high school diploma. So when he got off the phone and I booked the job, he was like, okay, you have two weeks to get But you need to go get buy one. Get, look, get it. <laughs> and so together. I took the high school proficiency test and, you know, got my diploma and I was able to do Dancing with the Stars and I graduated I early. That. And um, literally two months after that, I got I got the Janet. call. So if it weren't for them, I probably low key because some people would have. Because I like had a that. year. I had a year left technically mm-hmm. with yeah. um, opportunities for learning. That was the homeschooling program that they okay. had me in before I was with some other online program. So when I moved here, they switched me to that. So I would have to show up like once a week. Yeah. take tests, do all that mm-hmm. stuff. So how yeah. long were you with Janet for? Yeah, I was with her for a year, and um, I honestly think like I was spoiled. <laughs> that was like probably your like first job one like, of the best okay, gigs I mean, and then yeah. yeah and and it was just one of those things where i got to learn firsthand what it's like to really be an artist number one yeah really be a working professional dancer mm-hmm. um and all the things that kind of go into that and then also the taking care of your body and building your body up for a performance which a lot of a lot of um Nobody artists they don't do that they don't really do yeah. that now too like no. i don't really know a lot i of never learned that. other jobs that have done that aside from beyonce but it wasn't to the extreme that janet was like we would get to rehearsal and we would do a stretch and and then uh, JP would take out Insanity and we'd do Insanity. <laughs> and yeah. then and then Janet's trainer would get there and nice. we'd do a whole hour workout session that was dedicated to whatever performance that we were doing. We would have to work out for that long or do like an obstacle course. Mm. Like we did obstacle courses. Don't at, trained uh, as a squad. Uh, Stop it. Uh, at center staging. Like we, they had like an apparatus set up. But could you then do the show up. like after that? Yeah. Was, it, was your body yeah, okay Yeah, I was like, I, we were ready. At, like, and we were not just ready. Like I was cut and like there was a point where I was uh, her body double so I had Work. to have her same and build. she is like abs and her all abs, that, yeah. so I would do like those workouts <laughs> like but, 20 abs yeah yes. like it was like things like that and um, how personable she was She's like human. can I share a story like yes. please really? we okay. welcome it so this is a cool story because I was totally dreading my hair you guys like I was trying to do it and it was ghetto oh yourself <laughs> people were making fun of me Brian was like I know uh, so, many, so many people that dread their hair though and they're good at it. Yeah, but it was she like I did not look at any <laughs> tutorials, nothing. I was just like, I'm gonna oh, just not wash my hair. This, I ain't right. gonna comb yeah. it. That's ain't gonna wash happens. it. We yeah. gonna go hard in the paint yeah. and uh, totally was like rehearsing. And um, they decided oh, they. God. It was like dreaded, but it was also like to long, hear like right. long and um, and Gil. Uh, I think asked, uh, "How would you feel about cutting all of your hair?" And I was like. I feel good about it. Like I feel like I'm pretty. I feel pretty good. Like yeah. because it's Janet, and so mm-hmm. you know, Janet then asked me at one point was like, you know, Riley, because that was like my name. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, Riley, like, how would you look like? And then she like came up to me and like tried to like figure out what kind of hair that she wanted me to have. Mm-hmm. And then she decided, I think that I want to give you like a haircut, like to get your hair done. And so at the time I was living in like Thousand Oaks and um, she 
you know, made the appointment with her her hairstylist, mm-hmm. and she showed up in a limo Aww. and picked me up from my house. <gasps> Stop it. And we drove in the car, and we like, like talked about like so many things. And um, we get wow. to the hair salon, and um, Janet Zatoon, which was her hairstylist at the time, literally did my hair from scratch. It was a seven hour process, and Janet stayed. Of course, it was the entire. Duh. Time. She was she, there the entire she, time. We got food. We ordered food. We talked about something. She collected all my dread pieces oh my on the floor. <gasps> what, in a so what, kind of, bag. what kind of style did you get? She I got a pixie cut. Yes. Um, yeah. Was I, it the... The, the, yes, oh, with the that swoop. Era. Yes. It was the pixie okay, cut era. Yes, and so that. they like did that and they also did my eyebrows from scratch. Like they she shaped my I had like it kind of looked like a little um a little uh caterpillar. Um what? not a what? caterpillar, oh, but like uh Jimmy Unibrow? Uh no, no. It was like one of those things where um it's it's like an inappropriate thing. Not but it looked like one of those things, but okay. I'll just say it was a worm. Like okay. you know, it was like worm small. Oh. Like, Oh, tiny, gotcha. tiny, oh, tiny. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. But like a little tadpole kind of thingy. Gotcha. Um, but it was hot. Um, but it was hot at the time there. because that was like oh, trendy. Words, thicker it hair. Was, like, get the- yeah, yeah, that you. I see. It looks like a sperm eyebrow. Sperm. <laughs> yeah. Sperm. We can yeah. say sperm. We can, can say, say sperm. Yeah. Sure. Sperm. Oh my god. Okay. So yeah, so she did your eyebrows. It was so like one cute. of those, but like yeah. they did it from scratch, and it was like the first time I, I was so That's so scared because I, I really did have a you know I had a Frida Kahlo like totally like we have great eyebrows down, though so down yeah lots of them it's thick. great mm-hmm. thick mm-hmm. thick thick right. thick yeah Hair okay so side note though if, know. <laughs> in the industry when you are invited to work for an artist sometimes they can request for you, you to, to get change. your hair done mm-hmm. a certain way and a, a lot of times most dancers are willing to do it and that's just accepted so if you're listening and you're like wait why would Jana ask you to do your hair like yeah. that it's a normal well, thing it's, it's it was actually like a ritualistic vision. thing like one of the like it's one of those things you hear in the grapevine like Janet only like gives full makeovers to like her favorites mm-hmm. so it was like a it was like a thing where yeah, it was like, like- she oh, like. Were you nervous going to sit with her Jillian too? Yeah, when she did the full. She haircut. did that with I Jillian. That. Oh, like yeah. that was I mean, like. Yeah. Were you nervous like, going was, into her? I was nervous because going into the limo with her. No, 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 no. Because my oh, my dad, my dad knew. Yeah, growing yeah. Up. Like I, yeah, I'd met her when I was growing up, yeah. and but it was still like this nerve wracking thing because this is in another light. Like I feel like with working with any artist and any artist that knew my dad and stuff like that, it's kind of in another light. With me, it's like a whole clean slate because I didn't really use that Hollywood kid slogan of like I am I am I'm Teddy Riley's, Riley's daughter. Yeah. Like the most people th- do not know. <laughs> no idea. She yeah. didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know yeah. until yesterday. Yeah, yeah people yeah. don't I'm like I've know. known Taja for like 15, 16 years. I had no clue. <laughs> Wait, but since we're talking about your dad, can yeah. you just go ahead and touch on he just got a star. Yeah. Like that's so major. Cool. Sorry, I'm like screaming. Yeah. No, it's amazing. <laughs> I saw your picture. Uh, Riley. It was so cool. Got a star. It was did you get to go to it? So cool. Yeah, but I did want it to to be like one of those like concrete reveals where you oh, like right, put your right. handprint in there yeah. and I was like where's my camera <laughs> like but yeah. yeah but it was still like it's so cool because that's like one of those things that you uh, tourists would go to Hollywood for yeah. yes. like they would make a day out of going Absolutely. to find all of the stars of their favorite celebrities and like now like our name is 
in the family name important is there. concrete. Absolutely. Like, that's important. Where can we find it? Um in between Wilcox and Cherokee. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um on Hollywood. Yes. Um, I know where that it's is. like right next to this like um Asian Hollywood souvenir mm-hmm. store. Congratulations, yeah. Dad. That this is, is so awesome. I'm so pumped. I mean like I'm pumped for him because it's like that's a big feat and um yeah, it makes a lot of things worth it. A lot of the things yeah. that they were talking about. And I'm still like, I always like, I always am a student of just learning more yeah. about like my family history, yeah. which we all are. Like we yeah. learn new things every day. And it's just interesting to um, be a part of a world that people like really like they started music he or they started sound music. Like, like I wouldn't dance. I wouldn't be yeah. able to dance yes. for half the people I danced yeah. for yeah. without my dad. What was it like growing up That's in crazy. that household? Like did you come out of the womb singing basically? Like I had you no and your rhythm. <laughs> I had no yes. rhythm. My so my dad funny. was like, I cannot have a child with no rhythm. You need to put her in <laughs> dance immediately. This. I learned how to play six instruments by the time I was like seven Stop years it. old. What did you play? Yeah. What did you play? I played drums. I played the piano we all had to play the piano. Mm-hmm. We Same. all had to do violin. We all had to take music theory class. So violin, piano, I played the flute. I feel like you can't really count the recorder. I played two different <laughs> types of guitar and the drums. And wow. um, Can you still play any of those instruments? I could still pick them up and jam. Gotcha. But, but I am not, I'm a play-by-ear person more than music theory, even though I can read music. Okay. So I can read music really well, but my ear for music is way stronger probably because of my dad. And yeah. um, just growing up being like a music connoisseur like i was a music hoarder it shows so in your dance I, too though yeah i love music great so, yeah you were always so very mature much. for your age with dancing like oh, just yeah. with the, the knowing I mean, musicality yeah thank you yeah. um yeah that that was just um it's really funny because it's like i had like literally no rhythm and <laughs> i was literally one i of couldn't those, imagine i love like, it that's oh, how my, my son God. is I was i'm like, like i was like that i'm like there's still hope yeah there's still, there's still hope. hope i get it but i'm also there's like i kind of like that i kind of like that you don't know how to and it's, yeah. it's funny my middle name actually means uh can you hear? It's a question. What's what's your middle name? It's uh, Asakia. It's Ugandan. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Pronounced like it has like Tosha that Swahili. Asakia. Swahili. Swahili. Click. Can you hear? Oh yeah. Yeah, but it but it asks the question. Can Foreshadowing. You hear? How cute. Can you hear? Do you guys have any cute like little home videos that you used to make? We do, but they were burned. <gasps> yeah, my my dad's studio got set on fire by. Oh, sad. I, I don't really know who, but um. But what's yeah, your favorite like, memory? Uh, to keep the memories alive, like favorite memory or, are things that are were terrible that happened to yeah, me, okay. and they like <laughs> <laughs> like it's so funny because it's like like those are the things you look back on. Are you the youngest? Oh, I heard the story. I'm a middle child. You're the middle child. Oh, because you're child. just all about the middle child. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm totally a middle child to the bone, to the core. Wow. Um, yeah, one of uh, my memories was when my sister was turning, I think she was like turning eight or something like that. And she wanted to put, we always used to like make up dances. And anytime somebody would come over, they knew they weren't leaving for at least three hours. It doesn't matter how small their visit was. It's because they <laughs> could they not be leave a- until our showcase performance. Great. Absolutely. Like every, literally yeah. every family member okay. or guest of my parents. Were there, were there themes? There, it could be anything. But I like could be. They were I, I, my watch. best friends could be over, and we could have been on the trampoline and be like, "Okay, we're gonna make a trampoline dance." <sighs> yeah, and they're gonna it. come outside. Uh-huh. And they're gonna watch and this on the trampoline. This trampoline. Yeah, we're gonna jump off, and it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> like, 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 or like, there was this foyer. Like, we had a foyer. Like, when you walk into our house, yeah. that was like 
like literally like a stage, but it was marble. Uh-huh. Got it. Um, and so it was like your stage. Big R in the center. It, so it was like oh, yeah. it was almost like being in a gymnasium, I mean, but like a marble gymnasium. Like yeah, yeah, it was, and it had steps and everything. Oh, so it was like it stepped down. Like it was a stage. I can picture that was a yeah. stage. And um, so we would come down from the stairs because that's like how you enter the foyer, uh-huh. or we come down from like the family room hallway, oh, and we'd like make up the dance there, and then we'd put it on. I remember me and my sisters did Bootylicious one time, oh. and we couldn't figure it out because like my best friend oh. from growing up was with us and oh. we were like I don't know if we should do Destiny's Child as the four or the, the three like <laughs> we couldn't decisions, figure it out decisions. so two of us were Beyonce did she have rhythm your friend was your friend the one with rhythm or was she the one that she didn't have rhythm no, no, she, she was, was cool she was in dance too oh, um, her okay. name is Brittany Sproul shout out to Brittany Sproul yes, doing her thing as a dentist oh I um, love that cute. Yeah. Yeah, cool. but, um, but yeah she was yeah she was Beyonce's um, yeah we were two we were two Beyonce's Do you have any dream, uh, like, performers that you would love to work with or that you haven't worked with yet? In any capacity, because I know you do a lot. Yeah, not even dancing. Mm, In any capacity. In any capacity. Dead or alive? Ooh. Ooh. How about we do one or both? Yeah, both. One or both? One. (laughs) One or both. One or both. (laughs) My brain is working faster than my mouth. I'll pick both then. Okay. Um, As far as the living goes, I really, really was a major No Doubt fan growing up. Major. Like, major. That and like Chumbawamba. Mm. Work Chumbawamba. I I get knocked down and I get up again. Changed my life. That was a jump off my sister's bed to tour. Oh my god! Starter. Like, how does that song that. never get old? Okay. I don't I know. Every time I listen to that, be like Johnny Boy. Like terrible, terrible. <gasps> but no doubt, boy. no doubt. Okay. So Gwen Stefani, um, great. Would love to work with her. Um, didn't get a chance. It's okay. Maybe in an, in another way. Okay. We'll work together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then dead, definitely Freddie Mercury. I would have mm. loved oh. to have done something with Queen. Um. You yeah. still can, yeah. though. Because they're just so epic. I can. Yeah. I actually, like, um, I fancied myself as trying to become a screenwriter at one point. I well, I saw this, that on your IMDb yeah. credits. You have, like, three writer credits. And I'm like, bitch, where are these coming oh, from? Oh, songwriter credits. But okay. Yeah. Not screenwriter. Like, I've never written a screen, like, uh, official, like, yeah. published a You could do it. But, like, yeah, I wrote this, like, one that was based on all the Queen songs. And then, like, oh. the, the movies had to come out with all the Queen songs. Well, yeah, they basically like, stole uh, your idea. They went in your room and they took well, all your ideas. you always kind of put it into... I, I was told that when you put it into that pool of manifestation, yes. if you don't put it for somebody, somebody else, does. yep, big magic. Read that in that book, Elizabeth Gilbert. Yes, such a good book. Yeah, God. she's the bomb. Yeah, yeah. to the it point. Takes, <laughs> it takes that. Yeah, you punch. Got to do it. I it's feel like you'd be good at that. The punch, the punch. But yeah, yeah. I was. Um, I, I really, I really would love to work with Freddie. Those are some great names. That is. Okay, so our interview is coming to an end. Oh my God, it's we so hate short. This, I know, but we have some random questions for you. I love you know, it's always a good it. time. All right, <laughs> so let's see. Um, if your life was going to be sponsored by a product, what product would it be? Like, yeah, like what encompasses your life? Oh my God! Like, like if you had to like Instagram pizza this and kombucha. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. Pizza and kombucha, like all the way to the death. Any specific like, long pizza. Live. Um, <laughs> either Totino's or Restaurante. Okay. Um, okay. The, the freezer food it. version. Or oh, yeah. I could totally do a Pizza Hut 
Um, For sure. Uh-huh. DiGiorno. Yeah. I, I really love any pe- – like, we could literally have a pizza game where I'm blindfolded and you could feed me a piece of pizza and I would tell you exactly where it's This from. is amazing. I know you, every – This is your special talent? <laughs> as a special – Do you know that's my um, guilty pleasure during pizza? pregnancy is pizza. Can I tell you guys a really – I crave it. Not oh. chocolate. No. Okay. Pizza. pizza. We have, it's yeah. been pizza yeah. hard the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Can I tell you guys a really funny story? So off topic. Yeah. So my <laughs> – it's not off topic because we're talking about pizza. So every year we go to um, San Diego yeah. with my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we play like King's Cup or something. Like we always play like yeah, drinking yeah, games Cup. or funny okay. games. And within the last couple of years, it's obviously been myself and my <laughs> sisters-in-law is now because they're all married, all, all the boys. Um and so every time we play like a King's Cup game, we'll do like, you know, the topic. And one year it was pizza delivery places. Mm-hmm. And so my sister-in-law, like we were doing like, okay, Pizza Hut, Domino's, like everybody oh, went in the row. And she was like, does DiGiorno count? My sister-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> it we kind of like, It kind of But then, but then their slogan, behold, their yeah. slogan is right. it's not delivery. It's not delivery. It's but then lo and behold, <laughs> the next year we go, the owner of the house comes and plays King's Cup with us. Okay. And we're playing the game. And again, the topic of... of the d- owner of... The owner of the of house we were staying in. Sorry. Not yeah. the owner. I was like, DiGiorno? DiGiorno owner came The owner of the house we were staying at came to play this with us. She was wasted. Like, boobs out. Like, we're and so we were playing King's Cup and the pizza or the delivery pizza company comes on again and we're all like, okay, let's go on a line. Like, Pizza Hut, Domino's, all these places. Yes. And she was like, mm, does DiGiorno count? We were like, no. No, you guys had to lose it. We died. It. No. Oh, that's amazing. So crazy. Uh, yes. Oh my God. Anyways, okay, so off topic. Yeah, what's, but that would be it. Yeah. yeah. What's like a good go-to audition outfit? Do you have a lucky audition outfit? I know it's been a while for you, I'm sure. <laughs> I've only like fun fact. I've only been to like six auditions okay. in my whole career. Yeah, that's um, right. It's my book. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I feel like one of them. One of uh, I love bell bottoms a lot, uh-huh. but Ooh, they yeah. would that's always tell me statement. like body conscious, and it would pull me into that legging zone. <laughs> and I hated yeah. leggings. Like it was like. Oh my gosh, I hated leggings so much, but there were these one pair of leggings that I feel like I got from some random, like the, you know, the poor Melrose side, like there's, yes, like, yeah, yeah, on the one no, side, the commoner yeah, side, the, com- yeah. <laughs> the, pe- the peasantry Melrose <laughs> Other, I bought it from some yeah. some uh, store, secondhand store that I can't remember the name of, and it had like safety pins all oh, down it, and like gems yeah. and yes. like embroidery that just screams oh. like competition struggles, yes. like competition struggles. <laughs> but you were oh, loving I these was pants. in it. I was like, oh, these are. It like because oh I'm like a piece gosh. person. I like you know yeah, pieces. Yes. I I buy pieces. I don't need to go shopping for tons of outfits if it's not a piece. So everything that I wear, it's a it's a yeah. Piece. It's one like it's a today one she's it's a conversation serious, starter. Yeah, yeah. She's so I was like collar. I was like this is it. This is this these is pants it. Are these it. These yeah. pants are it. I wore that for like I think literally every everything every audition booked yeah. pants every audition. I love it. But I think if there was an audition choice outfit and I that. didn't have any breakdown, I would definitely use sweatpants and a sports bra. That sounds about right. Like, hands yeah, down. that sounds great. Hands yeah. down. I wish I always go to auditions confused because I'm like I don't think I'm wearing anything that I'm supposed to. Be wearing. I don't want to wear this. Yeah. First no, of all, I don't want to wear this. Second of all, when are you going to worry about body conscious if you have a like, fully who clothed? Says, yeah. If we're in a body we're in a mascot outfit from Carnival. Like, <laughs> right. like the typical black on black, like you don't look fat in black, okay? Right, so, right, right. We all know. <laughs> How do you stay in shape now? 
Mm, pizza and kombucha. Yes, pizza you know and kombucha. What? I actually used to I used to intermittent fast and then when I got off of that, like my stomach just sat so much easier with what I needed to eat and kind of lets me know like if it's if it's really urgent, but for the main part, I I eat what I want, whatever yeah. I, my heart desires. I eat. She's and genetically blessed. No, it's yes, not even, it's true. I mean, yes, yes, and, <laughs> yes and no, and no but, because it's yeah. like if you do that too much, like everything in moderation, even moderation oh, for itself. Sure. So there are times where yeah. I'm like, okay, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Let's do this yeah. for like three days straight. Yeah, and then it's like, yeah, and then it's like, oh, I'm back on my stuff. So I mainly like I'll prep according to what gig that I'm about to do if I'm about to do a gig like if I'm about to do film or movie mm-hmm. yeah. like I just kind of like space it out of oh this is what I have coming up so I want to be like I'm not going to drink anymore and it's way easier to make those decisions now not doing like drugs like not being in a centered a drug centered life right mm-hmm. it's way easier to be like oh discipline yourself and this is just yeah. a week like yeah so you won't diet that. for a week you'll just basically like I'll just be like oh I'm not going to I'm not going to eat brownies at, like, 1 a.m. Yeah. Or I'm when not going to have a glass of red wine, like, yeah. at, 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 like at any point in time. I'm not going to go out to the club. like. And it's not just, like, it's, like, when you do a diet, people, I guess, think about food um, only. But I think about, like, kind of every, every aspect yeah. of my life. Yeah. So if I'm mm. giving myself, like, the mental and spiritual training that I need to, as well as I'm the, the physical, way. then I'm good. And yeah. I can literally eat anything and I'll be good. But there is a limit. There's <laughs> yeah. absolutely I, a limit. And I don't try it anymore. Like, yeah. I just don't learned my lesson. Limit. I'm not pushing that. Okay, one more thing before we end this. We have a magic eight ball in studio with us, and we ask you to ask this magic eight ball a question. Mm-hmm. Whatever question you want to ask it. Oh, my God. And then we'll give you the answer. You. Yeah. Yikes. I'm about to really be put on the spot here. Okay. Um, it's your question. Spot is put. <laughs> um, will... I try and make a way to come back to L.A. Mm. Um, sooner than my birthday. Okay. Move back to L.A. sooner than my birthday. Let's right? Is it yes or yes. no? Or? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, no. Oh, it can question. be anything? No, that was good. It'll give you something. Shake that thing. It can be funky. It's not yeah. saying anything. Okay. It says something. What is it? Yes, but do it uh, drunk as f- Oh my gosh! Why would it go against everything you are right everything now? Everything that you feel—it's so wrong. So wrong. It's so right though too. Like when I travel, I love my Aperol spritz. Yeah, I love See? it. So it was right. So, yeah, I, I love that. Enjoy that. Um, I will enjoy. I like that. that. Okay, so then I guess it's decided. I think it's decided. <laughs> Enjoy those Aperol spritzes the on Oracle that airplane. The Oracle has spoken. <laughs> oh, we loved having you I here. Love this you has been guys. Great. a great time. I love you guys. Oh, man, this hour passed too. so fast. It did. It we did. We could have just kept talking. Oh, my gosh. If we were at the DMV, this would have not been a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> but the best idea. Like, it would have been the best idea, probably. Yeah. We could have really passed some time. But it was like podcasting like, uh, in the DMV. Dreadful. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you well, thank for being you. here. We appreciate it. We love you. Thank you so much for listening to The The Dance Dance Room. Room. Get new episodes every Thursday on PodcastOne.com, the Podcast One app, or Apple Podcasts. Follow me at Heather Elizabeth. That's Heather with two R's at the end, Elizabeth with two H's. Don't ask. It's just a mess. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Heather Morris TV. And you can follow me, Ava, at AvaFlav1. That's the number, not the word, on Instagram. Make sure to subscribe and leave a nice rating and a five-star review. And make sure to spread the word. Spread that word. See you next week. See ya. 
B O O K D and apostrophe B L E Zala Zala E Z. Hey.